I think I'm growing a pregnancy beard. Why? What do you mean? So in hockey, you have a playoff beard. Okay. And like from the first day of the playoffs, you grow your beard out. And then if you lose, you, you shave it. I'm growing out the beard. So I was you're just not like, going to shave it till I give birth? As of this morning in the shower, <laughs> that's my decision. Um, I reserve the right to change my mind. But I was thinking I'd throw a pregnancy beard at you. You reserve to change your mind based on other influence, perhaps? Maybe my wife telling me that I no longer <laughs> am allowed to grow a pregnancy I beard. I think that's fun. You can shave it in the delivery room. Well, I think... Shave it for every centimeter dilated. Oh, okay. Like shave a stripe. I was thinking more like I would just have a mustache in a delivery room. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you're going to care what I look like at that point. Why do you need a mustache? Because it's like dad mode. Can I have my jorts? Can I have my new balances? Oh, great. (laughs) How fun for me. Welcome back to the Kapower Hour. I'm Lauren Powell. And I'm Sean Casey. And we are the Kapows. Kapow. This week we're going to a kapwedding. <laughs> doesn't doesn't oh. really work. No. We're getting ready to go up to LA for one of my best friend's weddings. Another sober wedding. But at least I think I'll be on bride duty. I'm a bridesmaid. I'm in, I have like responsibilities. You have purpose. I have purpose. I'm excited for this one. Did you feel purposeless at the last one? I did. Because it was more <laughs> like your, even though like I had a lot of friends there, it was still like your friends. Mm-hmm. No, I'm excited. You know, when you're close to the bride, you get all the insight into just the drama and everything it takes to pull a wedding off. Yeah, absolutely. Is there drama now that's like oh two days gosh. before the wedding? Yes. What? People are backing out. And it's what? so L.A., to just like say yes, you're gonna go to something and then like close to the event, find something better to do or just back <laughs> out because you like didn't really think about it. I didn't think that that applied to weddings. I though. didn't either, but in LA it applies. Who are the people who are backing out? Do we I don't have know. details about this? I don't know, but I told her she should send them a bill. That's insane. Because like if you've never planned a wedding or I don't know, you don't have any like sense of decency or etiquette. <laughs> You don't realize that like you have to lock in a headcount weeks before. You're spending hundreds of dollars per person in food and drinks. Right. And all of those numbers have to be confirmed sometimes a week, sometimes two, sometimes three weeks before your actual wedding. And so then if those people fail, you still have to pay for that plate. So does she have like a C squad that she was holding on the last second to be like, hey, you want to come to our wedding? No, I don't think so. Last year or two years ago, I think this woman went viral on Reddit or maybe TikTok. So some people like backed out of her wedding. So she actually like sent him an invoice. <laughs> Do you, did you hear about this? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Did she add like pain and suffering and like <laughs> loss of... <laughs> Yeah, the uh, cost of a therapist. Like, yeah. It's like you're either team bride in that situation mm-hmm. or you're team flaky guest. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Things happen. People get sick. You have yeah. family emergencies. Sure. But if it's just like, oh, I can't go anymore because I'm going to something else or something I like that. I changed my mind. Yeah. That's brutal. How many people did she have I don't know. I don't know, but she just texted me a few days ago and said, if one more person backs out, and that was all she said. I mean, at that point, it's like, you already paid for it, so you might as well get somebody in the seat. Maybe, hey, maybe my brother wants to come. 
Yeah, she should just have like party fillers like they have. Yeah, at the exactly. Oscars, I mean, like you're you're fillers. paying for it regardless, and so yeah. do you know fun people who maybe like you wouldn't could get consider? a party started? Yeah, exactly. I'll text her. I'll see yeah. how she feels about having seat fillers. We could have a party bus come up from San Diego with some friends. Yeah, we can make this work. Yeah, Emily, we got you if you're listening. <laughs> oh, Actually, she's it, the wedding is going to have happened. Oh, at, that's true. After this, I'll text her. I don't need her to listen to the podcast to get this <laughs> to get this message. But yeah, being on the side, the planning side, you know, so she kind of brought it up in this way that like I didn't really think about this when we were planning our wedding. Mostly me planning the wedding. We give the bride this job to become an event planner. Mm -hmm. You literally, if you've never had to plan a party before, and maybe you have had to plan a book night or have some people over, but have you ever thrown an event, especially in, in her case, you know, her venue doesn't come with anything. It's very bare. So you get to bring, you get to customize, bring everything in yourself. Which is awesome, but also but terrifying. Also, yeah. So yeah. she is dealing with vendors and caterers. And yes, she has a wedding planner, but she is still, it's like being an event planner for a year. Which is what you really want to be doing, you know, leading up to your wedding. <laughs> right. <sighs> I think it's going to be epic, though. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's in Malibu. It's like on a like on a cliff so you can like see the ocean, but you're not like on the sand. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be worth it for her. I hope. But I'm on bride duty to just make sure that it is amazing. So what do That's I do job. while you're on bride duty? You make sure I'm doing well so that I can support her. All right. Okay. You got to keep me fed. Make sure pregnant wife is fed. Yes. I learned that lesson last time. Yep. And it wasn't that I didn't feed you. It's that it's I had the, not your responsibility to feed it's, me. It's, the, it's that I had the audacity to take a piece of food <laughs> and eat it. And there wasn't one for you to bring. Yeah. Maybe don't do that in front of my friends, <laughs> I guess. Is the lesson there. Eat it. I just, get won't rid eat. Of, I just won't eat. Eat, but get rid of the evidence before you show up. Yeah. To where we're standing. I'm just not going to eat. It's safer that way. No, that's not safe because I have to deal with you drinking. Mm. We all know how that goes. You got to eat before you drink. Already yep. done that video. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I'm giving a toast for her rehearsal dinner. She asked me to give a toast. Which is awesome because this is like your thing. I love. Yeah. And so I was writing the speech this week and... It's also like, is it a toast? Is it a speech? I don't know. So I just asked her for a time limit because <laughs> I'm like, I'll be prepared. I'll have a, I'll have a, I'll have a hard 10. I can go you 10 to 15 minutes yeah. if you need it. Like everything is a stand up routine. Yeah. So she gave me a four minute time limit and I was like, great, I can do that. For her speech, because we've been friends for 14 years, you know, I have like this arsenal of text messages, this, this huge thread to be able to pull from for just such an occasion. If, if you're not watching, she has like a little glimmer in her <laughs> eye right now. Like she is so proud of herself. <laughs> I just, I just feel very sneaky. Yeah. So the new iPhone setting makes it so that all your, your messages just automatically get deleted after a year. But I discovered that if you go onto your MacBook on your laptop and you have iMessages there, you can go back through your history for forever, for end of time. What if I don't Beginning have a MacBook? Can I log into messages on your computer? I don't know. Are my messages gone well, forever? Maybe. Sorry. This isn't about you right now, though. <laughs> so anyway, I went back through. I had to scroll back to 2020 when she started dating this guy because uh, I wanted to find like things that she was texting me about him when she they first started dating. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to take something that's maybe going to end their marriage, ruin yeah, the wedding day. I mean, you, you read your speech. I mean, it was very cute. Yeah. Like you picked good stuff yeah not that there was anything bad not to pick but point being like yeah. i'm pretty good at like i'm not trying to roast her yeah 
But I do think it's cute to like go back in time and be like, here's what you said. It took me like an hour to scroll that far. We text a lot. And I think it's cute. Like if I had our text or if I had, if she had my text from, from when you and I started dating in 2013, I'd be so curious to when see what you those have are. those. Oh yeah. But it would take me, God, <laughs> it would take me a week to scroll that far. We need to do it. I want to hear what you had to say about me. It's probably a lot of, he really likes me. I don't know why. <laughs> what am I going to do? He's coming out real strong. It did come on real strong. Probably a lot of that. Okay. I My favorite wedding speech story is the speech that you gave at our friend's Clinton Justice wedding. Mm. Was I can't remember the order. Somehow the order got messed up. The but DJ messed the it DJ up. The DJ messed it up. And Clint's brother supposed to go last because like he's a guitarist. He's a performer. He's incredible. He's incredible. And so everyone was just like, he should go last. Yeah. And then for some reason he had to go first and he delivered. He gave like this incredible speech. He played a song. It was just like, oh man, whoever has to follow that yeah. is like in trouble. Yep. And everyone's just kind of like murmuring amongst themselves. Cause <laughs> like, like, oh no, oh no, poor Lauren. Yeah. But little did they know that like you were doing stand up at the time and you, this was like your time to shine. So you get up there and just like crush it. I'm not going to say it was better than his speech, but it was. It competed. I think it, I think you're my the, wife, so I think it was better. But thank you. But it was just like it was you equaled him step for step, and everyone was just like shocked, shocked. I think it was also like a people are always surprised when when a bridesmaid is funny, yeah, when a which, woman is funny, mm -hmm. and they also were just like, oh man, you can't top that. And then to just go neck and neck is mm -hmm. even just good enough that yeah. people the bar was so low had i gone first maybe people wouldn't have been as like impressed with my with my speech it's still good who knows that was very good but yeah that was when her uncle and someone at the wedding is john mulaney's like aunt or uncle and they came up to me i hadn't done stand-up at this point this is why i started doing stand-up oh this because is of literally that <laughs> because of this speech they came up to me after my speech and they were like john mulaney who's a comedian in case you didn't know he is my nephew. I think you just did a really good speech. That was great. And I was like, I'm going to start doing stand-up. <laughs> that is literally why I signed up for a stand-up oh, class. Oh, I thought you were already doing it at no. that point. I didn't realize it. That's hilarious. That's what started it all. So that's all it takes is just like someone related to someone famous telling well, you. Well, it's yeah. something I thought about. And mm -hmm. so to just hear it from like someone who's family is a comedian like if any like that's high praise it's basically like john mulaney told me that i should start stand-up that's what i heard you kind of started talking like john mulaney there did i yeah. <laughs> i mean you do a really good job though like i've given a couple wedding speeches and they're tough i'm good at writing them but like saying them and make them seem natural is yeah. really hard yeah and it's it's tough to like not just sit there and read it and actually like you're good at memorizing stuff so like i think you just do a really good job with that and that's a really tough skill i mean i've done speech theater i've been performing for so long but i think the key is really like memorize it so that when you go to say it it sounds like you're improvising yeah that's what i try to do mm -hmm. it's because i'm not good at improvising i'm really i really would much rather write things down on paper and but i but i want you to feel like oh she just thought of that oh my god <laughs> and so i try to be super conversational i mean honestly when we do our videos and I have to stick to a script, that's like when I feel the most awkward. But when we huh. just do like just riff. just riff and go for it, that's when I feel like, oh, I'm actually acting, which I guess that is acting. You have to just get to that <laughs> point. 
It's almost like people like go to school for a really long time and have careers in this and right. they've just like figured this out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So speaking of like etiquette, there's something that went viral this week. Miranda Lambert, there's all this footage of her scolding these people during her performance for taking a selfie. Miranda Lambert, she's a country singer. And the video, she's like playing a song and she stops playing to yell at these people or these people that are in the front row. And she's like, these people would rather take a selfie than listen to my music. And like, you don't really know like what the perspective is here. Were they being disrespectful? No, I, I saw the photo. They weren't. They right? weren't. Yeah. But when you just see like, okay, somebody, it, might, it has to take a lot for a concert for a performer to stop down a show to scold someone. And then when you hear like the bat, like what really went down, you're like, oh, I don't think that she's in the right. At yeah. All. Yeah. I just, I mean, I saw the headline, I read the article, I saw the photo and it was just like, you have like 50,000 people there. Right. Obviously they're like, they're taking a selfie to commemorate seeing you perform. Taking a selfie with you in the background. Yeah. Like, it's like they're trying to take a photo with you. Yeah. Have you seen any articles like defending her? Cause I've only seen like all no. the articles, all the commenters kind of dragging her for that. Yeah. On but. TikTok, when the when the footage of the girls came out, they're they're attractive girls. They are wearing very nice clothing. They're sitting in this like VIP section and it's like bottle service. And so I think people like to drag that that type of person yeah. down, which I think is unfair. So in they were maybe not even caring to defend Miranda Lambert. It was more to just be like, Well, of course women like that are like Got not it. there to listen to music. But then like you see the photo that she ended up like posting or, or wanted to post. And it was like an angle where they were trying to get Miranda in the background. They were in this section is one thing to also be like, okay, well, were you disrupting other concert goers? Not in that section, whatever this VIP area were that they were in, there was all this standing room. You could like walk around. There was, why doesn't Taylor Swift have that? <laughs> it's a great question. Taylor. <laughs> Taylor Swift is all over TikTok, like noticing, obviously everyone in the stadium has their camera out filming her. Mm -hmm. And every now and then she'll look right into someone's camera lens and like wink or give them something. And they just like, they're like, oh my God, I just struck gold. Yeah. It's incredible that she's doing this tour where like she has a billion eyeballs on her and somehow only comes out looking better right. after every concert. And then you see an artist who fumbles it a little bit like this. It's, it's a tough look. Yeah. And I don't think it's the first time she's done it. Apparently. Really? She like scolds people a lot. She stops music down because I don't know, then maybe have a no phone rule if like that really bothers you. Because like imagine, like imagine I'm the biggest Miranda Lambert fan, right? If I was at Taylor Swift and I tried to take a picture of Taylor Swift in the background and she yelled at me. Yeah. Heartbroken. I know. So I, embarrassed. Ruined. I just don't understand it. Like so it's, much money wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good look. Her PR team's probably <laughs> working overtime right yeah. now. Yeah. Tough. Then you hear about like fans like um, Carrie Underwood. There's like a TikTok that surfaced of like her either taking the fans like phone to really give her a good photo, like stopping down. Like Adele has made yeah, sure that so she's, many... she notices someone trying to get a selfie and then they try to get in it and help them. Yeah, there's such a better way to handle that. I, weird. Yeah, not a good look. Oh, speaking uh here, you're going to like this transition. Speaking of spending ridiculous amounts of money. We got a pool this week. <laughs> and we didn't spend ridiculous amounts of money on it. Yeah. Could have. Right. We initially, like when we first moved into this house, we got a quote to put a pool in the backyard and we got several quotes and they all were like a hundred K or more. And that was two years ago, maybe. So that was 2020, almost three 2021. years ago. 2021. Yeah. And oh, yeah. so I'm sure prices would, it would be even more now. So anyway, I really want a pool, but I'm impatient. 
So we got the next best thing. An above ground pool from Amazon. For how much? 200 bucks. Yeah. As a pump. Were you impressed with it? I'm very impressed with it. Yeah, so I did a little bit of research. There's a bunch of like above ground pool options. It seems like it's like the same manufacturer with a bunch of different like brand names on it. And you can get them in eight foot, 10 foot, 12 foot, 14 foot, square, circle, whatever. But they also make them like with metal frames now. And that seems to be like the top line, top of the line. So we got a 10 footer. A 10 foot circle. I think we could have gone bigger. Yeah, 10 foot by 30 inch. We probably could have gone 12. My big thing was I didn't want an, an inflatable pool. I know they make like really cheap, big inflatable pools, but they're like six inches deep or a foot deep. And it just feels like and a Godric, bath. And Godric can pop them yeah. so easily. But it just, it feels like you're sitting in, in a bath. I wanted a pool that I could be on a pool float and not feel like I'm in a bath. Yeah. And I was legit impressed with this and we were in there. The dog was in there. Yeah, we fit both of us on pool floats with the dog. Yeah. And he can like, he doesn't have to f- swim. He can like kind of sw- walk, yeah. swim at the same time. Right. Well, so the only thing we haven't really figured out is how to get him in and out of the pool gracefully. With just me picking him up. Because the sides are like four feet tall, right? No, not that. I mean, like they're, it's 30 inches. I'm really bad at, at, at like visualizing <laughs> size. This the whole jelly bean, how many jelly beans in a jar thing. Yeah. yeah. So like, the wall is 30 inches. I'd say the. That's tall. Yeah. Anyways, huge win. We need. It's, it's been like. 80 to 90 degrees in San Diego for three straight weeks. Yeah. We needed it. It worked out way better than we thought. Now we need like a doggy ramp. Yeah. We're working on that too. Although I feel like we're going to end up with, you see all those videos of people and they come outside and their dog is just chilling in the pool and they weren't supposed to be there. (laughs) That's going to happen to Godric. Yeah. Speaking of Godric, I've got great transitions this time. Just transitioning. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, so Gotti is still wearing his hamburger cone. He's having skin issues and we can't figure out what's wrong with him. Apparently every dog in San Diego also has allergies and skin issues. We've changed his food. We got the allergy shot. We got the allergy shot. If anyone out there has ideas. Medicated shampoo. Yeah. So It's like doggy chicken pox. It's what it looks like. He has all these like patches on his back. He looks like Swiss cheese. Poor doggy. I, I think we got to take him to like a doggy dermatologist. Which we didn't even know existed until yeah. a week ago. There's a thing for everything. Yeah. Can you imagine being like, I want to be a vet. No. I want to be a dermatologist. Wait. <laughs> I want to be a dermatologist vet. A dogmatologist. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Oh, I had my glucose test this week for, for our 24-week pregnancy Which checkup. Just like Gatorade on steroids yeah so everyone everyone was like oh man wait till that glucose test and you have they give you a drink and then you wait an hour and then they check your blood sugar to see how it performed to decide to figure out if you have gestational diabetes which apparently is very common for a lot of people in pregnancy anyway i was so prepared for this drink to be disgusting i mean like i've had malort (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was expecting yeah and so i get it i go to the lab and i was like it's this this it's like an orange water bottle. It's chilled. Yeah. And I start chugging it and the lab tech is like, uh, you, you can, you don't, you don't have to do that. Was, You're like, what? As you slam it down. <laughs> and I'm like, hold my legs. I'm going to do a keg stand on it. Um, it was so good. It tasted like orange Gatorade or like orange crush. Do you think that, do you think they've like made improvements over the past few years that like, why I don't understand like why a really sugary drink would taste bad. Right. Cause it's, so it's literally just a drink that has 50 grams of sugar, by the way. Oh. Yeah. So of course I would love it. Yeah. Based on the comments I was getting on Instagram, it sounds like there's a lot of variations of this drink everywhere. There's like a lemon lime one that's really gross. There's a clear one people have had that's gross. Uh, if it's warm, it's not good. Hmm. 
But then most majority of the people were like, no, everyone's being dramatic. It's delicious. Hmm. But then some people were like, I got really sick. It made me sick after like a sugar crash. Hmm. Okay. I had no crash. I just had a sugar high. It was great. You wanted more. I wanted more. I was like, oh man, you know what would go really good with this? Vodka. (laughs) (laughs) We can make a little... A little cocktail. Is that like the first craving you've had for alcohol? Maybe, (laughs) yeah. Well, because it is so sweet. And I was like, it just would be perfect to mask the taste of booze. Because up to this point, you were having any cravings for alcohol. You're like, I'm fine. doesn't matter. Is this the turning point? Yeah, but somebody somebody sent me the link. You can buy it. Really? Yeah, I I won't. Anyway, so we did the 24-week checkup. Baby's good. We're all good. My belly is measuring 24 inches. That was crazy. Yeah, that's wild that someone had the knowledge or brain power to figure that out. To figure out that... If you measure the circumference of your belly, yeah. it should match in centimeters with your week. Is that what it was, centimeters? Yeah. So I'm So my belly is 24 centimeters. Yeah. And it's also a little bit like, it seems a little arbitrary because... I'm like, where did you start and yeah, where did you, you, you end? You can move it, yeah. Just kind of like, yeah. oh, look at that, 24 inches. I'm like, okay, sure. I mean, it's probably much more just be like. Or 24 centimeters. Hey, are you like close? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you were way bigger or way smaller, that would yeah, be a maybe. sign that something's wrong. So it's like, hey, if you're within a couple centimeters. We'll just say it's 24 and Yeah, 24. exactly. Still wild though. Yeah. Speaking of science, it doesn't make any sense. I got a pedicure today mm-hmm. and I let, I didn't, I let them massage my feet. Oh, okay. Does that not normally happen? No, uh, <laughs> no. I've, I had heard that when you get a pedicure, you're not supposed to let them massage your feet because it could induce labor. What? I got one pedicure in the first trimester and they made me sign a waiver saying that I was aware of the dangers. Is there of some like, like weird trigger in your feet? Apparently there's like pressure points that you could induce labor with. Just Maybe like a release button. Well, so I mentioned it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Like, all right, she's ready. Yeah. Hit the button. 40 weeks. Yep. Eject. So this place I went to get my toes done today, the last time I went there, I mentioned like, hey, no foot massage for me. I'm pregnant. And the owner overheard it and she was like, what? What? And I was like, yeah, apparently you're not supposed to get massages. Um, you're pregnant in your feet, just your feet. And she was like, mm, okay, sh- if that's what you want, sure. But don't you think people would be using that to like induce labor when they're all the time when they're like 42 weeks? Like, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't we yeah. have heard about this? And I was yeah. like, great point. She's like, where did you hear about that? And you're like, TikTok. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I swear it is like a thing. But I think maybe it's more, maybe it's more like in the first trimester. I don't know. So I. Just let him go, and I let her. I let her massage my feet. And you didn't have the baby yet. Knock on wood. I thought we would do this new segment. Okay. Called I just found out. Okay. And and perfect. I just found out about this new segment. <laughs> All right. I guess your part's done. Yep. Finished I, it. Basically, I feel like every week we're like we learn something and, mm-hmm. and we tell each other, and then we're like, ah, oh, what? This this shocked my brain. Yeah. So mine was I saw this meme going around. There's this there's this image, there's this meme of this guy who I always thought was Zach Galifianakis. And he looks like he's like, he's got like his bangs are coming down and he's looking over his shoulder and he's just like pensively looking at the camera. And there's a slow, slow zoom in. Yeah, and then a little bit of a smile. And at the end, he just nods. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, he yeah. nods. So I, and apparently the, most of the internet always thought that this was Zach Galifianakis. Mm-hmm. Turns out it is Robert Redford. <laughs> yes. What? 
Yeah. You knew that? I did know that because I had the exact same reaction like a year or two ago because I send that meme all the time. I love that meme. It's one of my favorites. And like if you search Zach, Zach Galifianakis nod, that pops up. But then I don't know where I found out, but someone told me and I was just like, what are you talking about? Are you kidding me? And it's some movie from like the 60s or 70s and it's Robert Redford. And he's. I mean, then uh, it explains it because the gif itself like looks like it was like, oh, Zach was in a 70s movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't question it. It's like The Hangover 4 or something. Yeah. Uh, Wild. So I just found out it's not Zach Galifianakis. I have a life goal of recreating all my favorite gifts. <laughs> You've done a few. I've done a couple, but like there are some really, really awesome ones. And also I, I like a fun game. If you could define yourself in one gif, what would it be? Um, probably Kristen Bell laughing into tears, laughing into a cry. <laughs> Laugh cry. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, everything's okay. And everything's not okay. <laughs> That's how I feel most days. <laughs> Laugh cry. Is that a pregnancy like no, influence one? All the time. All the time. Either that or Jennifer Lawrence, where's the pizza? <laughs> One of those. I would have guessed the bridesmaids one. I send that a lot. Which Kristen one? Wiig. Oh, I'm ready to party. Yeah, and like, and lot. she's in first class or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Help me, I'm poor. Yeah. Uh, another one I like to use is it's my favorite birthday gift to send out. It's the dog, and he slaps a birthday cake on the ground, and he says, "Happy birthday to the ground," because <laughs> it's from a Lonely Island or an SNL song. Oh. Yeah. It is. Yeah. What's your gift that would yeah. represent you? One of my favorite brands is Chubby's, and there is this gif of a guy going down a huge water slide on his stomach, and he's wearing an American flag bathing suit, oh, yeah. and it's it's a water slide that goes into a jump, and as he goes off the jump and he's in midair, he rips off his bathing suit, and there's an American flag Speedo, and he just like spread eagles yeah. 20 feet into the air, into the pool, and I know this place is in Tijuana. It's a water park in Tijuana. We are very close to it. Oh. Chubbies, if you're listening, please send me there to remake this gif. I promise I will not let you down. So you've tried you've tried to recreate it diving into a pool. It's yeah, a lot just of not as good. It's too much. My other favorite one is I send this to everyone on their birthday, and it's some guy, and he it's just- It's Rob Hubel. Oh, it's Rob Hubel. He's a comedian. He's a comedian. I know. Rob, it's, it's, the one it's, com it's comedian Rob Hubel, and he throws glitter, and he just has does this thing. <laughs> He's wearing like a, a suit. Yeah. It's amazing, and I, I send it to everyone. Uh, all right, so what's your I just found out? I just found out about a term called high agency. Um, I was having a conversation with my friend Clint, who... Is it where you have representation while you're stoned? Yes. Yeah, you're high, and you have an agency that gets you gets you deals. <laughs> so my friend Clint listened to a lot of podcasts. He was listening to Tim Ferriss, um, and there was this uh, economist named Eric Weinstein who's talking about high agency people. And so the idea is, like, when you're told that something is impossible... Is that the end of the conversation or does that start a second dialogue in your mind that says, how do we get around that? Or how do we make whatever is impossible possible? Okay. And so the whole point, Clint texted me this and he had to explain it to me because I had never heard of it. And he's just like, I think you're the most high agency person I know. And I consider myself to be very high agency. And I was like, wow, that's a really awesome compliment. Yeah. Thank you so much. And um, we just started talking about it and we both are kind of like life hacker type guys and we just really like problem solving yeah. and, and coming up with get, like getting good deals and doing yeah, all these things. Yeah, you love a good deal. Love a good deal. Coupon king. Just always like when something's in front life of me. Life hacks. Yeah, life hacks. And so that's just like 
like that's my personality totally and I didn't really realize there was a term for that but yeah. he also was just like a, a really easy way to describe this is you're in jail and you have no money and you have no resources and you have a 60 second phone call who do you call to get you out of jail and it was like that person is probably really high agency oh if you're the person people want to call to get you out of jail yeah yeah I think I would call you you solve a lot of my problems <laughs> But yeah, and like, and in that instance, it's like, all right, money is not available. Like, who who is the problem solver to get you out of jail? You know, or do I call your brother, the lawyer? Yeah, I mean, he did somehow get on a flight from Barcelona to San Diego without his passport. That is a lawyerly lawyer thing. It's I've very high heard. agency. You know, another example from from Tim Ferriss's podcast was you're at a club and you're trying to get in, and the bouncer tells you no. What do you do? <laughs> I go home. <laughs> that means no. You go pout and you leave. Yeah. That is not a solution. There's not, that's not a problem that I'm trying to solve. That is a go home. You're embarrassed. Yes. Get, go home. Yeah. I think you, like you're very high agency in, in other situations. Am I? Like what? I think with your career you are and like in this industry, like in the, the internet phase. And I think you're just very like resilient. I don't think I'm high agent that you are. You don't even see problems as problems. You see them as hurdles. Mm -hmm. And then you're very athletic, so you can jump right over them <laughs> with perfect form. I see hurdles and I get out of breath. Yeah. I guess it's just looking at it like, all right, I don't have any money and I want to go to Europe. That some people's like, all right, I'm never going to Europe. And then to me, I'm like, all right, I'll figure out how to get to Europe without any money in the bank. You know, what, what can I do to, to get there? And so it's just like sort of framing it, not I can't do this. It's how can I do this? How can I make this happen? So does that mean I'm low agency? That is the, the opposite term. Okay. <laughs> so I just found out that I have low agency. <laughs> oh, we're just like on theme so well. Yeah. Okay. So we find out the gender. By the time this goes out, we'll, we find out the gender this week. Um, yep. So we finally did some of those old wives tales, those like gender prediction myths. I was going to go through a couple of them. There's a lot, but then there's like, why did these, what's the origin of how this became like a prediction? Yeah. How you predict the, the gender. Oh, did you look these up? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was a little bit of like an explanation of maybe how those became a thing. It's funny. I was actually, I got my hair cut today and I was talking to the woman who cut my hair about this video. And she goes, oh, did you do the ring on the belly one? And I was like, oh my gosh, really? Is it? She's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big. And she's had three kids and it was right all three times. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the, the most obvious one or the most well-known one is like cravings. So if you have sweet cravings, that means it's a girl. If yep. you have salty or protein rich cravings, that means it's a boy. I've had salty cravings because I am such a sweet person. No, I'm not. I, I'm, I love sweet things. Okay. You're very sweet, honey. You are bad at lying. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I always want sweet things that didn't go away in pregnancy, mm -hmm. but I do find myself needing more salty things. So we put that in the boy column. So yeah, that was definitely a, that's a boy symptom. In reality, pregnancy cravings don't have a clear rhyme or reason. Experts think that pregnancy cravings are linked to factors like nutritional deficiencies. Right. Yeah. Um, but you really haven't had like cravings, cravings. Chick-fil-A. No, in yeah. the first trimester, I wanted Chick-fil-A. I wanted Shake Shack. I had five guys. I haven't had five guys in 20 years. <laughs> I was having a French fry craving. Okay, another one that's fairly popular, everyone knows about is the morning sickness one. Mm -hmm. So if you have really bad morning sickness, that predicts you're gonna have a girl. If you don't, that predicts you're gonna have a boy. This was interesting. A few studies have found links between extreme morning sickness. Also, there's a term for it. It's called hyperemesis gravidarum. I nailed that. HMG. 
Because there was people commenting on Instagram who's, oh. who used some acronym. I think it was HMG oh, okay. or HCG or something like that. So that's like the that. one where you like are throwing up throughout your entire pregnancy, mm-hmm. not just in the morning, not just first trimester, and you're physically ill. A lot of people who get this can't even like get the nutrients that they need. They have to like yeah. put on IVs and stuff. So they're saying there have been studies that link this condition to having a female fetus. Hmm. However, I would just like to point out there are two well-known celebrities that have this condition. Ashley I from The Bachelor and Amy Schumer uh, both have been very vocal about having this mm-hmm. condition. Both had boys. Science ain't science. And yeah. Um, so in this one, we said girl. Yeah. Based I've on had your first trimester. Bad, yeah. For, yeah. First trimester morning sickness that yep. thankfully went away. Okay. Then the one about skin. So if you have glowing skin, that means you're having a boy. If you have acne, that means a girl because they steal the mom's good looks. oh right okay they suck the life out of you (laughs) so i am very lucky my whole life to like never get breakouts never get pimples you know i have plenty of other issues like my ears stick out and i have a big ass but (laughs) i have had great skin my whole life so i'm okay bragging about my great skin because just saying i'm not you don't need to okay i don't want to just be like i'm perfect Mm -hmm. but and in this pregnancy i have had pimples You've had like pimple. No, I've had like five pimples and that's five, <laughs> five more. pimples out of how many, how many months? That's five more than I have in a year. Okay. But that doesn't necessarily qualify as like acne. I think it does in my yeah. case, huh. but then everyone says I'm glowing. I think that's just like, I that's don't know. just the ring light. That's just, yeah. Like my makeup. <laughs> I don't know. So that would mean girl. Okay. So like moody versus mellow. If you're moody, that means girl. If you're mellow, that means boy. When we talked about this, we kind of were like, yeah, you're pretty, I'm pretty emotional. So that must mean girl. But I think we forget I'm always emotional, Mm -hmm. like not pregnant. I am moody. Mm -hmm. So I actually think I've been mellow. Yeah. Honestly, when I think about it now, like. Yeah, like I think you're you're more mellow in pregnancy than in, in non-pregnancy, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, I think you're right. I've had a few breakdowns, but like overall, very chill. Yeah, so that means boy. Okay. And then there's the shape of the uterus. So if you're carrying high, if the uterus, like if your baby bump is sitting high, that means girl. If it's sitting low, that means boy. I thought this was interesting. They explained it as some studies show that male fetuses grow faster and larger than females, meaning your low baby bump might just point toward having a boy. So I guess there's like your, your uterus like drops at some point Mm -hmm. closer. And so if it's carrying low, maybe that indicates that your, your fetus is just, it's developed faster because it's a boy. I love all this like speculation and we're just going to find out in a couple days. Yeah, I know. Well, it just just be interesting to see if <laughs> the predictions right. yeah. were, Yeah, they're all over the place. It's yeah. almost like a tie. I don't think I'm carrying low, but I do think the shape is more in line with what they say. You're having a boy because it's like a basketball under your shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's one more that we didn't do. I thought was really interesting. It's called the garlic test. Hmm. Heartburn. Also, apparently, if you have heartburn, that means your baby's going to have a full head of hair. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> All the comments are like, ton of heartburn, ton of hair. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the garlic test. If you're able to eat a lot of garlic but not smell like it, apparently that means you're carrying a girl. During pregnancy, your sweat glands become more active and even the composition of your sweat changes, so your body order your body odor could dramatically increase. So that's kind of where the maybe the myth comes from is just like 
people started sweating way more. Mm-hmm. A lot of people's sweat naturally smells like garlic. Voila, a tail is born. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, you haven't eaten enough garlic yeah, or we, gotten sweaty enough for me to... Has my body odor changed? Don't answer that. No, okay. I, oh, okay. No, I have not noticed any difference. It's hard to tell if it's pregnancy or natural deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> We've done that test. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the one test that we did at the end of the video? The pee test? <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a, it's a little weird. Yeah. Okay, why not? But I think, witchy. I think so. The idea is Lauren pees in a cup and then we pour a bunch of baking soda in it. And if it bubbles, it's a boy. And if it doesn't bubble, it's a girl. I think so. So we did it. It didn't bubble. But then we looked at the expiration date and it <laughs> expired in 2020. The baking soda, not the pee. <laughs> Fresh baked pee. Yeah. So, yeah. so hard to say. Hard it was, to say. Maybe if, it's yeah. not reactive because it was old. I mean, this is this is a trend that we're seeing in our house. We just keep <laughs> going to use something in our fridge and we're like, oh, we should just check on that. And yes. then what was, so the Tums. Tums. Oh, we went to check on the Tums. Oh my God. They expired in 2017. <laughs> Six years ago, and I have been eating these. It's a Costco. It's Costco because there's just too many. Too many Tums. I thought, you know, hey, how many Tums do you need? I'm like, oh, doesn't matter. The limit doesn't exist. Yeah. The limit exists. We found the limit. So we threw those away. I got some fresh Tums. Um, okay. So since we are finding out the gender, we don't get to play the name game. This is our last opportunity to entertain either boy names or girl names. Yep. So this is the last chance we get to play the game, play the name game. Play the name game. So this time we're going to do it where you have to rank the names without knowing what's coming next. So I pulled some boy names for Sean. And I pulled some girl names for Lauren. All right. So one is the best. Five is the worst in this. Yeah. Okay. In order of my preference for these names. Okay. Okay. First one is Zelda. Zelda, but I like Zelda. Then you can rank it number one. Zelda Casey. But what if there's something better? Okay, Zelda's going uh, solid number two. Okay. Number two. Number <laughs> All right, Clementine. Clementine Casey? Yeah. That's cute. Very cute. I'm going to go four. Four, okay. Wilhelmina. <laughs> what? Wilhelm, like the German name Wilhelm. Uh-huh. Mina. I can't v- even pronounce it. Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. Yeah. That sounded country the way I said it. <laughs> Wilhelmina Casey. Um, what does it mean? Where'd it come from? I think it's German. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to put that number five. Number five. Okay. Next is Ursula. Ursula? <laughs> no. I want Wilhelmina back. <laughs> okay. So Ursula's three. Damn it. Next one is Ireland. Ireland. Number one. Number one. Okay. That's so cute. looking back. You had Ireland number one, Zelda number two, Ursula number three, Clementine <laughs> number four, Wilhelmina number five. Any of those would you change? Yeah, I would put Ursula last. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bump everyone else up a spot? Yeah. Okay, except for Ireland. Would you still put Ireland first? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, someone, some celebrity named their child that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Okay, so for you. Okay. All right, first one, Colt. <sighs> I know how you feel about this name. Colt Casey. Straight to number one. Wow. Yeah. Colt Casey. Pew, pew, pew. QB1. Okay. Next okay. name. Yeah. Gunner. Oh, no. <laughs> Are these all quarterback names? Oh, no. Now you're really messing with me. Uh-huh. Gunner Casey. Uh-huh. Did you really do all the quarterback names? It's possible. Shoot. Three. Okay. Next one. Stone. Stone. I'm going to go five. Okay. Yep. Carmichael. Four. Cutter. Two. Darn. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, 
Colt, Cutter, Striker is fine. Striker, oh, Striker, what was three? Gunner. Yeah, Colt, Cutter, Gunner. That sounds like a great name. Yeah. Colt, Gunner, Striker, Casey. Put that on a jersey. That kid's going to have a great arm. Okay, so we did a Q&A last week, and one of the questions that we got asked a lot was our favorite drinks. I didn't answer this in that episode, but I figured we could play this rating game with our favorite drinks. Yep. So we're going to rank the drinks without knowing what's next. All right, you, you, go first? For, you go first. Okay, number one, Negroni. Ew, you know I hate that. Easy. Oh, no. What are these all things I hate? <gasps> it's so bitter. I don't know what I did. Four. Four. Okay. Bottomless mimosas with a splash of OJ. Ooh, a lot of heartburn. I love the idea of bottomless mimosas in my 20s. I don't actually opt for that anymore. So I'm going to go three. Three. Next up, double IPA. Oh, five. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, next up, cucumber jalapeno margarita. Yum, number one. Number one, okay. And last, Bloody Mary. Ew, <laughs> I also hate Bloody Marys. Yeah, number two, but that's not what I would have done. Okay, if you had given the choice, I think you would have done margarita, mimosa, Negroni, Bloody Mary IPA. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I gave you three bad ones. That's I didn't okay. I didn't know the rules of the game, really. No, it's okay. Okay. It's okay. I just gave you five good ones, but whatever. <laughs> okay, this is going to be hard for you. Okay. All right, first one, Bud Light Lime on a hot day. I do love BLL. I'm going to put that in the middle at three. Okay. Next one, Truly Punch. Also love Truly Punch. It's my go-to, but I'm going to trust that you gave me something better. I'm going four. Okay. Yep. Next one, Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love the idea of Fireball. Uh-huh. I love what happens when people drink Fireball. <laughs> I don't know if I love Fireball, so okay. I'm going to go five. Okay. Next one, Angel's Envy Whiskey. Ooh, number one. Okay, last yeah. one. Yeah. Your dad's famous margaritas. <sighs> okay, I'll go two. <sighs> oh, you gave me a bunch of good ones. Yeah. Sorry, I love you more. <laughs> All right. Speaking of loves, see, another transition. Look at you. What are our loves of the week? Our capositives. Hmm, capositives. Oh, I just added a new one to the list right there. My doctor told me that I could take antacid, pepsid. Pepsid AC. Which is a preventative, not just, it, so it prevents heartburn over time. I don't just take Tums to react to heartburn. So that's, a, I added that to my list just right there. Real quick, capositive. Capepsid, capepsid AC, capepsi. <laughs> I want to recommend a TV show this week called The Summer I Turned Pretty. It's on season two. I watched season one last year. It's so good. It's so sweet. We don't watch it together. It's a good show that I get to watch alone because I think it's just like teenage lovey-dovey type stuff. I usually watch that without you. Um, but I think it's the writer who did To All the Loves it, To All the Boys I Loved Before on Netflix, which I also freaking loved. It's just such a good show. And um taylor swift is on the sat like they got taylor swift to agree to let her songs be used in the show which is dang that means taylor swift like approves of the show Mm -hmm. just a really the actors are amazing like i i love it do you cry watching it yeah oh yeah a lot of crying that's probably why i don't watch it with you (laughs) i'm not allowed to see you cry when you watch tv you always just stare i just say are you okay and you're like look away (laughs) don't look at me no i'm not okay yeah, so that's my... This is your fault. <laughs> I don't know why, but it is. My 
recommendation of the week is a podcast called Counter Clock. Nice. It's a murder, unsolved murder, mystery, uh, cold case. A woman in the Outer Banks of North Carolina, your home state, is murdered. Someone tries to burn the house down when they're done. It was hap- happened in the 80s and or in the 90s, excuse me. Yeah, a local woman picks it up and she's a journalist and is really it's really interesting to hear about like how police investigated stuff in the 90s yeah. and now how they have all this evidence. And, and techno- like, there's new technology to look, yeah, in, exactly. look into old evidence and stuff. Yeah. So you finished the podcast. I finished it. It's, and what happened at the end without giving it away? I think there's a lot of renewed interest in it. Yeah. Look at you recommending podcasts on your podcast. Mm-hmm. That's so meta. It's a lot like what should also be your love of the week. And that's your golf shirt that has shirts on it. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's a, it's a pink polo polo. It's, oh. it's amazing. It was like, it was perfect Instagram marketing. It's like, hey, do you want a pink polo with that pink polo shirts on it? marketed at you? Oh, yeah. That's What's the name of the brand? Dad brand apparel. Yeah, I mean, it's perfect. They know. Yeah. It's like they know you were pregnant before before we did. Yeah, this girl I follow on um, TikTok, I think her name is Life of Tanya. She, I've been following her pregnancy and she just gave birth. And she had her husband deliver a sushi boat <laughs> to her bedside, like to her tray table. Wow. She's wearing a hospital gown, I think, and she is just eating just this boat of sushi. And I'm like, that's love. How yeah. did he get a boat of sushi into the hospital? Hey, whatever you need, babe. I'll do it. I want Fireball. Probably, I probably want... not going to do that. Why? I will do that. We'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Well, that's episode eight. Eight in the can. Boom, boom, boom. We'll take it. Okay. I get a little loopy towards the end of these. You know what's great? You guys have been sending me DMs that are just like, I love the podcast. Um, I really appreciate hearing that. And of course, we appreciate all the comments on the YouTube video and reviews on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you are listening. We appreciate it. So thank you. Thanks for listening. Let us know what other topics you want us to cover or want to hear more of if we kind of touched on something. And we'll do our best to to keep this going. And if there's anyone who you want us to have as a guest, just let us know and we'll just get them. That's how easy it is. Yeah, we'll just get them. Just add to cart. We're high agency podcasters. Oh, man. You're in charge. <laughs> Deal. All right. Work about. Work about. Work about.